Welcome to the Discipline Health Podcast, where we discuss topics relating to nutrition, fitness, and health. The content of this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not intended to be a replacement for supervised health care. Please consult your doctor before making any changes to your diet, medication, or beginning any exercise program. So today what we want to talk about is just one simple thing that you can do to decrease all-cause mortality by 50%. Yeah, the good news is if you're completely sedentary, you'll get the biggest return for your investment. And all it takes is a total of three hours doing a brisk walk per week. So, you know, six 30-minute sessions or one 90-minute or two 90-minute sessions. Um, just want to be... You want to be to where if you're walking, you could kind of carry on a conversation, but it wouldn't be easy for you. Basically, you want to exert yourself a little bit. That's why I call it a brisk walk. But um, And then you just do that until it gets easy, and then you move on. But that will give you a 50% decrease in all-cause mortality, meaning you are twice as less likely to not die from everything. <laughs> so yeah. that's the good news. Yeah, it's... I mean, for somebody, if you're struggling to, you know, you've got some health issues that you're dealing with, if you're just kind of stuck in that sedentary lifestyle where you're very low energy, it's just so empowering to know that you are going to get the biggest bang for your buck from going from nothing to going from three hours. And that's along the whole continuum. I mean, that's compared to everybody, somebody that's going from working out five hours a week to 15 hours a week isn't going to have as big of a benefit as you are that's just starting out yeah so that makes it exciting when you're starting yeah, out to give you some motivation give you a make good, it a little yeah. easier for you help get you started knowing that just doing something is it's almost like that 80 20 rule you know well and i think that's hard too is that you know you've it is it comes down to to discipline but you have to build that discipline right discipline is like a muscle you have to work at it you have to continually do it to have it get stronger and i think that's a lot of people don't understand that you know there's people that like for example david goggins right he says sometimes he'll sit and stare at his shoes for like 30 minutes but the fact that he is so disciplined and that he knows i'm gonna do it that he gets it done every day, even if he doesn't want to, because most of the time you're not going to, you're not going to want to do it, right? Motivation is going to come and go. That's not something that you can rely on. But if you've built these habits of con- and you're consistent, you've got that discipline, it makes this so much easier to do and stick to. And it, it gets to a point where you're so dialed in and you're feeling great, you're looking great, you're losing weight, your health problems are disappearing, you know, you've got more energy to play with your kids and to do everything that you want to do in your life and cognitively you're, you know, you're feeling better, that it almost gets to a point where you, it takes more work for you not to do this. You know the consequences, the regret, you know that it works, so... It's real easy to just follow the truth, but if you can't get the 30 minutes in a day, if you wake up in the morning and you find yourself that it's too hard, just walk around your block for four minutes. Just start with baby steps, and you want to create the framework of building habits that these all these habits start stacking together, and then they end up giving you your health, and that's what it's about. It's almost like a 
It's almost like a video game, you know, where you're leveling up your character, if you think of it that way. Yeah, it's so true. So. So yeah, it's so hard to get that. I think that's the hardest part is that we get in our mi our minds that we build up this huge plan that we have to follow in order for us to be successful at losing weight or successful and, you know, getting this certain body type that we're going for. And at the end of the day, I mean, we ended it, we end up making it seem so difficult and so overwhelming that we just don't even start. Because we think we got to go all in, yeah, 100%. and think that it has to be perfect, and that's the thing with any exercise program that you're starting or any type of physical activity that you're doing is you're it you're gonna have to make adjustments along the way, right? You're gonna figure out things that work. You're gonna figure out, okay, I've got a bad knee. This aggravates my knee. You're gonna have to adapt, and you're gonna have to you know do different exercises that are specific to you, right? We all have different body types we all have different body length you know like somebody's arm is longer than another or somebody's leg, right there's somebody's femur is not yeah. the same size our as body your, your tips are, are different. also different so yeah the angles are all different so yeah, it needs to be customized yes. specifically to you same thing yeah. with and what we're saying is everything does all these healthy habits that we're going to try to you know basically teach everybody is that you have to find a system of these that work for you um it was what Jordan Peterson was saying on a podcast. It's like 15 things that if you could just dial in in their daily habits that... Oh, yeah. He was talking about the things that you do, the thing, the mundane things that you do that every day that you think are so trivial yeah. are what make the bulk of your life, right? You do it every single day. The, those things account for... So if you get up and walk, and then or then you get up, and then the, now the walk is too easy. So now you're getting up and maybe doing a tire pull or, uh, you know, doing some dumbbells. You know what I mean? Because with dumbbells, you can always just increase the weight, and you can always increase the intensity. And Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's no excuse to think that you need a gym and you need to spend all this time it you can really cater it to your lifestyle oh, yeah and you can get it's an amazing you, you can you can sculpt an amazing body with just body weight exercises at home you do yes. not need these fancy equipment at the gym you don't need to do these fancy you know exercise i feel like everybody's just trying to reinvent the wheel out there right you see some crazy these crazy different types of ways of working out and different, I guess, techniques. And, but coming from somebody who has a background in this and has studied, you know, how to properly lift and how to not get injured. Like there's so many times that I look at stuff and I just cringe. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're going to blow out your shoulder. You're, you're not putting that in a safe place. You're not keeping that joint in a safe position or, you know, you're just doing stuff that's going to kill your neck. I yeah. can just see injuries down the road. Well, it's about focusing on longevity. You know, yeah. when you're in your 20s, it's real easy just to not be able to see the future and to go extra hard well, all the time. yeah, when you're 20s, it's totally different too. you recover too. and all that, but as you get older, now we're in our 40s. Um, it's a whole new ball game. Yeah, <laughs> it's a whole new ball Stretching, game. Stretching is kind of... Stretching becomes more important. I mean, it's important Strength at all ages, but yeah. 
it definitely becomes very important when you hit after that 40 mark. You really got to become in tune with your body to know exactly how to work around injuries and what specific exercises that you can do on a longevity on, on a sustainable you know basis basically you have to find what's sustainable for you i know it's common sense but it's not easy simple is not easy and kind of being humble enough to know where you're starting from so even i was a victim of that prayer i was fell into that trap i remember after i had my third child i used to be able to do these pilates exercises for abs and you know i have no problem doing it well after being pregnant for you know nine months and then having a baby and having to recover and all that stuff i went to go and try and do that and i tore i could literally feel the muscle in my ab tear and i've had problems with it ever since but it's just realizing, like, no, I can't go back and do that. Yes, I was able to do that before, but now I need to realize, okay, I'm starting from this. I need to just Work focus on it. contracting my abs. <laughs> yeah, it's like basic things like that after I haven't worked it for so long. Mm-hmm. So it's just being realistic about where you're at, too. Yeah. And that's okay. Everybody starts a ground zero one you know everybody starts there you you have to know your limitations everybody has limitations and then it doesn't matter what your limitations are because as long as you're making progress you'll be happy even if it's hey i got up and walked for 30 minutes today that will boost you you will feel accomplished because what that does is it, it it works the this imaginary discipline muscle in your brain think of it that way where you need to you haven't lifted that thing for a long time you know what i mean so you need to start with low weight and work your way up, just like your weightlifting. Yeah, you wouldn't load the bar and get injured. Right? That's what I love about Jordan Peterson's whole thing on. Okay, your your life is not where you want it to be, and you're struggling. Start with just cleaning your room. Yeah. Or what is oh, one thing that thing you're sitting in your room? What and something is calling out to you that Clean you don't like or, or that needs attention or needs to be fixed or needs to be cleaned it's a lot of just starting with that is it's mentally draining because it's a lot of decisions especially if you have a lot of stuff that's why you know being a minimalist (laughs) helps you know but not all of us can be minimalist some of us have three children it's a lot of items but you know you can work on it. it takes time and discipline but the more that you simplify things and the more that you dial everything in you become really efficient and yeah. that, that brings you joy too because that's progress. It's like playing a game. You know, you start to get good at the game and it becomes fun. Nobody likes to play a game that they're not good at. Yeah. You like what you're good at. And we want to give you the habits, these healthy habits that we've found that it just seems to be the same across the board for everybody. That if you just do these simple, and they're all free, right? They're almost yeah. all free. You know, think about it. Oh, walking getting some sunlight making sure you go to bed on time uh clean water i mean if you can clean water you know what i mean but yeah a lot of them are free grounding you know grounding's a thing you know it's, they can actually measure your electromagnetic field and see it change when you are barefoot yeah well ground. it's just stuff that anybody can do it doesn't matter your you know socioeconomic status it doesn't matter yeah how much money you have right it's no it comes down to discipline and it doesn't matter where you are because you could be a billionaire 
and be completely unhappy and then you can be someone that's completely in poverty and then make some improvements to your life and you will have you'll be happier than oh, a billionaire yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so true it's all relative you know what i mean at the end of the day it really is all relative well and yeah what do they say um i don't want to be a public success and a private failure right Yes, that's it. Um, it's you versus you, and you're you know the inner truth about yourself, and so if you don't conquer that, you it's like the elephant in the room. You know, it you always are going to be trying to run from it, hide from it. At least that's how it was for me. You know, until I confronted myself, the ego. You one, know? one thing that I always find, I don't understand why it's not talked about more, is just how beneficial. Just even getting a little bit of exercise in every day is for your mental health. I mean, there's so many studies that have shown that just getting physical activity in works better, if not the same, as antidepressant medication. And they, the reason they don't tell people is because they think that people can't do it. Yeah. They won't do it. But it just if you just realize how little it takes... Yeah, and start baby steps. Start, okay, you don't, you know what? Especially if, if you're zero, level zero. Yeah, just start sedentary. for five minutes. Just go and walk around for five minutes. That, come back and start going with your day. And the next day, maybe do add on another minute or add on another five minutes, just depending on what you feel like you can do. Or stand as much as you possibly can and get as many steps in as you can and sit and reward yourself with the sitting. Make that the carrot that you're chasing as the the reward you know okay i'm gonna stand as long as i can and push myself a little bit and then yeah. we're not that's the whole point we don't want anyone to over push it over train and no themselves. because that's yeah Cause that's where you burn yourself out and then yeah. that's where you, it doesn't become consistent or sustainable well and also too i mean you see these people that are just i mean killing themselves and at older ages in the gym and stuff like that and you're you're i mean you take well, your what hormones what they end up with hypothyroidism yeah. Their hormones are a wreck, right? You just looks so, like they, instead of getting that anti-aging effect, they're kind of accelerating their aging because they're just taxing their system so much. So this is what I would do. When I was 80 pounds heavier, I would make it a point, okay, I would finally heal up from whatever injury I had from the last time I tried to do this. And I would go back to the gym that I had a membership at that I never would go to. And then I would go right back to the same old workout, you know, and try to do back. You Maybe know, it'll would, work this time. And I could do it because it was like you're so ready and rested up and everything one time. And then you're so sore or you get injured. But you're so sore that you can't move for like a week or two. Oh, yeah. So and then you don't go back. How was that? It was probably like, well, I had my daughters, our daughter. So it was probably like 27, like maybe late 20s. And I used to sit and do these insanity workouts. And they were nuts. <laughs> like I literally would kill I myself. I couldn't do the insanity And I stuff. could, I could push no myself through it. Like I can make myself do that kind of stuff. But it was not good. I mean, I ended up. I think the. I ended up quitting the insanity workout when I ended up rolling my ankle and was like out for like. Boot, it's like boot a week. camp. Yeah. But I mean, I would just training. be so tanked. I would not feel very good after. I kind of felt like I'd want to throw up. And, you know, I lost a little bit of weight, but then I think it's just then I would compensate for it and I'd be so tired and so depleted and so hungry that then I'm like counteracting it with mm -hmm. crummy food or, you know, I was just, 
it wasn't good. Finally, I've been able to find something that I am able to do every day. And I don't have to worry about what I'm eating. I don't stress, you know, I don't have those cravings that I used to crave. I feel satiated. I don't feel hungry after I eat. And I'm able to maintain my weight for the first time. And I mean, for most of my life, I feel like I was always up or down, up or down. You know, I was never able to kind of keep it at an even keel. And now I'm finally, I mean, for the most part, I mean, for women, for me anyway, my weight always fluctuates like a couple pounds a day, you know, depending on if I've had enough water, if I've, you know, a lot of stress, all that kind of stuff. So, but I've been able to stay within that. And then if I want to lose more weight, then I just make a few changes to my diet and, you know, adjust my macros a bit, uh, maybe increase my physical activity a little bit, make some changes. And then I, then I can drop some more weight if I, if I feel like I need to. Yeah, the uh, standard American diet is full with hyper-palatable foods that are extremely addicting and only getting more addicting as time goes on as these marketers dial in their craft. And these scientists in these labs dial in their food recipes. Well, yeah, they, I mean, they are, they have scientists. That's their job their is to make, to make it the most, so, the, to make the it money. the most addicting food, to make you buying it again and yeah. again and again, yeah. it's, right? It's just the system. Like, they're not, it's not like people are nefarious or anything. It's just, there's no malevolence here. It's just <laughs> like, you know, you go to college, you become a, a marketer and then yeah, it's just you're a scientist it is, and it's all compartmentalized. It's also anyways. good to be aware of it. Yeah. Right. It's good to be yeah. aware of this. We're the change. If we all come together and we, we demand, I know, think Dr. Vote, vote with our dollars, Dr. Peter Ty was talking about, um, just that I think he said if you if people just ate the standard American diet for their their whole life, ninety five percent of them would end up with some sort of disease. Oh yeah, because then no movement or poor you, health. I can't you, remember. Yeah, poor exactly. health. Don't, don't quote me on that because I mean I sedentary really lifestyle. Exactly you're living you inside. Said, but... All the EMF pollution. All the you know air pollution. The fact that you're not connecting with the earth and getting grounding. It offsets your circadian rhythm with sleep, you know, staring at a, a screen and playing video games and watch, binge watching Netflix and all these things that we have at our fingertips now that didn't exist before. We, um, they're just tools, you know. We just got to be disciplined enough to know where the line is for, okay, where does it become, when do video games become addicting? When, you know, yeah. it's just a, if I can slowly work up and create this habit of going for a 30 minute walk six times a week and that's what else what other habits can you create and we don't know the limit to that that's the amazing thing is that we don't know how how much you can grow no one knows their potential that's what you are though You're, you're unlimited potential we all are and it's the hero's journey of you versus you that we're all coming to the same conclusion you know that's what it is and you know, if you want to live a life of no regrets, you know, don't, I, it took me 35 years to figure this out. Imagine yeah. if you're getting this information and you're 18 years old. Yeah. You know, say so you're. Uh, or how much you could have 
I mean, all the things that I could have avoided, all the struggles with weight gain and not feeling good and not wanting to, you know, like get in a bathing suit and all that kind of stuff. All the, or not, you know, just having low energy. We beat our bodies up. Yeah, we did everything the wrong like, way. And we're here to tell you. Reflux, we tested on our, we're the crash test yeah. dummies for you. So we feel like we have to spread this information out because if I'm just talking to my 18 year old self and saying, hey, this is the way through this mountain pass right here. I found the way through. Here's the route. You know what I mean? Here you go. And just hand it to the kid. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, look, this is what you got to do. And you, you'll uh, you'll live a meaningful, fulfilled life. It's not going to be easy. Life, like Jordan Peterson says, it's all tragic and suffering no matter what. But Yeah, but if you can make yourself stronger and more resilient and better able to handle things that life is going to throw at you, you're way better off. You make life better for not just you, but for everybody. Yeah. And yeah. your children see that. And, you you know, yep. by you adopting this healthier lifestyle and you cutting out all these ultra-processed foods and cutting out all these inflammatory things that are not good for you, you know, cleaning up the cosmetics, cleaning up what you're putting in, you know, on your skin and what you're breathing in and all this stuff. I mean, you're affecting your kids, like, especially if you have a child that's struggling with, you know, obesity and stuff like that. Like, they are on a fast track to diabetes, to other, you know, chronic conditions. So, if you can just start out by that, by just fixing yourself and then start to apply these principles and start to feed your kids whole healthy foods... I mean, you're changing their whole life. And that's what you want, right? We want the best for our children. We want the best for our families. Yeah. Well, you saved my life when you sat me down and made me eat that first organic meal. And I was like, wow, I actually don't feel the same as I do when I eat the ultra-processed standard American diet fast food or whatever. And even at that point when I was teaching you all this stuff, I still, I didn't have it dialed in back then because I was still doing tons of carbs, still struggling with a lot of cravings and I didn't have it dialed in. I mean, I, I had lost weight, but I wasn't, I wasn't where I am today. And that was, what, a decade ago? And now I'm, you know, in my 40s and feel better than ever yeah how i look at food is like it's like taking a pill if you think about that i mean you measure out the milligrams of the pill you 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 take a certain dosage at a certain time and it all matters if stomach's full or empty everything matters right well food's the same way when i first ate that first clean meal that was focused on food quality i noticed instantly that i did not have the same side effect feeling that i was used to getting from eating the standard american diet and right then and there I was like, okay, let's see if we can replicate this. And sure enough, and I was, I, she had me because I was the one for years saying that, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, what, what are we gonna yeah, do? Yeah, you know, living McDonald's, on planet Earth is, is dangerous to your health. What can you do about it? Just gotta live your life. You know, that was me right there. Well, I remember finding McDonald's wrappers in the car. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was raised on fast food, you know, and I was just raised that, you know, living on bottom dollar that you. You know, you can skimp on your food and take that money and put it to where, you know, going on a camping trip or something. You know what I mean? Like, so that's what how I was taught. That it just, a calorie is a calorie. And then it's not just how I was taught, too. If you go and you ask the doctor, hey, you know, he's like, just make sure you get under 2,000 calories and, you know, everything else is your genes. Well, that's the thing, too. A calorie is not just a calorie. And I think that it's it's only half, half the truth, it's, right? There calories. is some... 
of the measurement of energy. Yes. It's one measurement, just like the scale. Your weight is one measurement. It doesn't tell you your overall health. But calories from an avocado versus calories from a Twinkie is going to have a whole entirely different effect on your metabolic health, on how you yeah. feel, your inflammation, all that stuff. And I think that's where we have to get back to, we have yeah. to get a better understanding of that because I feel like even today, so many medical doctors are, doesn't matter what you eat, right? Calories, calorie, just try and eat, don't eat fast food, just, so, right? So it's, what you're telling me is that 2,000 calories of pure cane sugar is not the same as 2,000 calories of steak? No. It's not the, but they're the same. It's the same thing. That's what the standard American diet is saying. It's just 2,000 calories, right? But, I mean, they do have recommendations. I mean, I'm over simplifying and exaggerating obviously but you get the point right and that it's just one measurement <clears throat> that's all it is you know yeah so there's all these different biomarkers to go off of i mean you could step on the scale and then be six pounds lighter well you might have lost six pounds of water weight yeah you know what i mean and especially well, and that is a lot yeah especially when yeah. yeah oh i can fluctuate a couple pounds eight, a day eight to twelve waste, pounds yeah. of water you know women carrying a lot yeah and, you know and i noticed that i I'll fluctuate four or five pounds on water. I know. notice stress too. Stress is a real big, <clears throat> like, weight retainer for me. Yeah. That and, like, if I go too high on my carbohydrates, I really, really have to be mindful about that because I will retain water like like crazy. I'll look like almost like a different person. Yeah. If I, you know, go too high on. The mirror is your guide. You can look at yourself in the mirror and you can see which way you're going. It's the best uh, measurement. It really yeah. is. Um, you can do DEXA scans and all this, the fancy technology and all that stuff, you know. But if the mirror just gives you the biggest bang for your return. It's free, you know what I mean? So, and if your clothes are fitting, you know, if you're <clears throat> starting at the beginning and you got a lot of weight to lose, which that's almost a... A bright side, you know what I mean? Because yeah, if you're starting this that, journey, it yeah. comes off easier. The, the more beginning. weight you lose, the faster, the more, yes. The more weight you, the have, more to weight lose. you have to lose, the more weight you are going to lose in the beginning. Yes. And that's a huge motivator. Yes. You know, where somebody that only has like five or ten pounds to lose, that's going to, it's going to That last five or ten requires dialing it in. Of, yes. But that's fine because that's, that's the game. But, but if you have a hundred pounds to lose... Yeah, oh, that first 20, that, yeah. you know, for example. <clears throat> it's going to come off fairly easy with you just doing pretty minimal <clears throat> amounts of work. So. Yeah, it's a huge return on your minimal investment. And then once you see the results, you'll want to do more. And you, But you've got to show yourself. You can't tell yourself. You have to show yourself. Yeah. you got to let the proof, the truth, uh, speak for itself. Absolutely. And the results will guide you, like I always say. Let the yeah. results guide you because you're the only one in your body. You're the only one that knows how you feel. And if it makes you feel good, that's the way you want to head. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you'll know. You'll learn how to exercise properly. You'll learn how to eat properly for yourself. And everyone has to learn this for themselves specifically. You didn't come with an instruction manual. You have to test enough to figure these things out. What are the tools that work for you? You know, and certain tools may work for a long time and then they'll quit working and then you test again, you find another tool. Yeah. You know, I can't even refeed anymore. I did a quarter of a, a Granny Smith apple. I've been keto for 
so long. Well, and as I you, instant headache. I know you have to. I heard you have to adapt back to sugar if you've been yeah. strict keto for a long time, not going over twenty grams of carbs, which is what I've been doing for almost yeah because three you months have some strictly straight. And I had no migraine. Yeah, this is my cure for migraines. And then, um, yeah, I just uh, I felt too low. I've been exercising too much, and I felt like I'm just gonna try a little refeed. You know, and my body cannot use the sugar. It's just instant i was starting to get a, a migraine yeah. inst- instantly so but w- what i'm trying to say is see even i'm testing even i'm still trying to dial in that because how much can i work out you know what i mean i'm always pushing that line to see where the limit is and then i back off and find what's optimally sustainable yeah, well and it depends too on your activity level and it depends on as you age you know things that you- Things are going to change a little bit. You're going to have to adjust, right? We're not stagnant creatures that... It's a moving target. You're always adjusting. It's life. But you get good at it. You get good at playing the game. We just want to bring awareness that the game even exists because we're all being brainwashed that you just don't have to think about your health or think about anything. You just, you know, put it all in the hands of these doctors and it's not the doctor's fault. You know what no, I mean? No, that's just what, this they're, is what they're trained to do. And this is all they can do. There's, they think in their mind, they're just doing the and best they can. And also doctors are bound by their, you know, bound by, oath. well, they're bound by what they're only allowed to say certain things, whatever the like association <laughs> has, right. Oh yeah. Whatever their association has determined is, is the proper thing to say? So they're not sovereign how to, to treat say this. what they really think, because they could get sued. Yeah, so they have to be very, very careful. I mean, and they may know this stuff, but they have to be very careful and they may on do this how for they themselves too. I mean, that's the thing. Well, I've noticed that anytime I find an MD that gets some type of disease or autoimmune disease or whatever it is, or someone in their family gets some cancer, or gets sick, that they. Not all of them, but the ones that find the light, find the truth. But, man, you see these physicians that have figured out, okay, I need to, you know, start teaching my patients nutrition and all this kind of stuff. Like, I mean, they're in incredible shape. Yeah. Like, they have it dialed in. The doctor teaches you how to be your own doctor. They're just the consultant, and that's the viewpoint that a real doctor will have. He's like, you need to be doing the work and testing and tracking. Well, and, and that's come to what me. a doctor used to and be. I, that's what a doctor yeah. used to be a long time ago. Yes. It used to be preventive. They used to teach you doctor preventative measures so that you don't definitely. have to come back and see them, right? right. So it's just, it's just it's just changed so much over the years, and. I just see so many people that are suffering and struggling and so many, I mean, it's, most people have some sort of health condition they're dealing with. Well, they said life expectancy is going down. Obesity rate is going up. I mean. Oh, and that's one thing too, is the sugar consumption. I remember doing a study and I'll do, we'll do a whole nother podcast on this because I got to get the exact amounts, but uh, the sugar consumption from what it was to what it is now, like to was World, even the World War Two to where yeah. if you were eating a standard or um no to where it is now. I mean, it's it's mind blowing how much sugar we consume. Yeah, so what it was, it was thirty five grams total per week. Humans were consuming up until like the Industrial Revolution, where yeah. we started in, industrializing our food supply. And, you know, we're not 
putting the blame anywhere, but you know, there's people that. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I think at the time that they is had a name to, to look into what he did about sugar. I think what they had to do at the time was they were trying to feed everybody, right? And they needed something that was something that was non-perishable, something that was portable, something that, that was cheap, right? That they could use to feed everybody, but. Well, we don't I have mean, the infrastructure right now no. if everyone started to just eat how they're supposed to. But the yeah, whole point is, as we slowly wake people back up, to... we vote with our dollars yeah. and we slowly make the decrease the, the, the demand, right? And, and funding uh, these farmers that, you know, have sustainable their animals raised on the pasture. And yes, just farming. it working with our environment, right? Working with nature as it was intended to be. Industrial farming. Industrial farming is, I mean, it's so bad on the it's environment. Terrible. And if you saw what, it's so disgusting, you probably wouldn't even want to eat that meat anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really There's plenty of documentaries had, out like, there that expose into it all. That. You know, but you got to I mean, they're the kept curtain. in horrible conditions. They're just so sick, these animals. And then, then you eat it. And what does that do to you? You're eating these sick, diseased animals. That have been pumped with all these hormones and pumped with all these antibiotics and just so different than what and, we were designed and to eat. fed a diet that is not natural. No. What wild animal eats a non-natural diet? Yeah. Every animal has a, specific, ugh, has a specific diet that they eat. Yeah. You know? What is the human-specific diet? Like, what is the... I'm pretty sure the human specific diet was or not human. Cheetos and Twinkies no. and Oreos and Well, that soda. didn't exist. So we can all agree that yeah. we know what existed before and what the health was before. I mean, yeah, life expectancy wasn't as good back then. Yeah, you had other but things. But they didn't I mean, have can- the cancer and the heart disease and all that. Quite was, a, yeah. a quite at the, the rate that we have now all the diseases that are easily reversible or chronic conditions you know the autoimmune conditions that we suffer from now and it's multifactorial too i mean diet plays a key role but there's so many other things that you know contribute to autoimmune autoimmune conditions and to you know metabolic all right well if you guys have any questions or would like to find out more about us you can visit us at disciplinedhealth.life thank you Thanks, everybody.